Welcome to the Sacred Realm of the Righteous Karma Podcast, where spirituality merges with the relentless pursuit of growth, healing journeys, and unyielding authenticity. In this transformative space, we rise above the challenges as we grow into the best versions of ourselves. I am your host, Ty, bringing you inspirational doses of wisdom and enlightenment in a powerful fusion of tones. This is a safe space for warriors of the spirit, dreamers as well as doers of greatness, and seekers of truth. Together, we embark on a journey that transcends boundaries and elevates our souls. We dive deep into the essence of spirituality, embracing the evolution of our soul as we embark on our own profound healing journeys. Like a phoenix rising from the ashes, we honor our scars, rewrite our narratives, and reclaim our power. We celebrate us. We honor our own individual journeys in a non-judgmental space, empowering one another to rise, to shine, and to make a positive impact on how we show up in this world. And not only how we show up in this world, but more importantly, how we show up for ourselves. I appreciate you for joining me. Are you ready? Let's get it then. Hey loves, welcome back to the Righteous Karma Podcast. Happy 2024 to you all. I hope your year is filled with joy, restoration, and that you accomplish everything that you set out to do and that you find fulfillment in that. I hope that you have an abundant, amount of amazing experiences this year. Let me know how your 2024 has started out. Has your vision changed any? What new goals are at the top of your list? For myself, I know I have refined my vision and I'm looking forward also to accomplishment and fulfillment this year. Today, I want to talk about forgiveness. I want to encourage you not to allow yesterday's hurts or offenses to weigh your present moments down or your ability to show up as the best version of yourself. The power and benefit in forgiveness is for you and me. Forgiveness can be defined as a conscious decision to let go of anger and thoughts of revenge towards someone who harmed you, whether they actually deserve forgiveness or not. I personally believe forgiveness involves no longer allowing the offense to take up space in your heart and letting go of anger, resentment, 
and the disappointment associated with the offense. Holding on to the resentment and anger does more harm to you than the person that offended you. And when I say this, a Nelson Mandela quote comes to mind, which states, resentment is like drinking poison and then hoping it will kill your enemies. So holding onto the hurt and the anger surrounding the offense really tears us down mentally, emotionally, and interferes how we show up now in the present moment. And I do want to talk about some myths surrounding forgiveness. And the first one being forgiveness is forgetting. We, ha we have all heard of the phrase Forgive and forget. And I absolutely don't think forgiveness is forgetting. When we forget what happened, we also miss a lesson from the experience. And this notion can also invalidate the real feelings for those who have been wronged. It implies that the healing process is simple and straightforward, which is often not the case at all. Healing and forgiveness can take time and may involve deep emotional work. Forgiveness is a sign of weakness. Another myth. Forgiveness actually takes a lot of strength. It's not an easy process and it's not for the faint of heart. Forgiveness means I have, I have to reconcile, which is also a myth. Doesn't mean that you have to make up and reconcile with the person. Doesn't mean that you are justifying the harm done to you. Forgiveness also doesn't mean that you are not able to hold that person accountable for what they did. It's not just sweeping it up under the rug and suppressing what happened and moving on in that way. When we suppress the hurt and the anger surrounding the offense, 
we are still triggered in the present by the feelings that we have suppressed. And so that's how it's still impacting us today. Yesterday's hurt is still impacting us today because we are still reacting to the triggers of the offense in a negative way. And another myth or misconception about forgiveness is that once I forgive, I will no longer feel anger and hurt. And that is not the case in all cases. Since forgiveness takes time and healing is a journey, there may be moments where anger may pop up every now and again. Forgiveness is work. It may require a daily effort. Forgiveness is a personal choice. And no one can make you forgive. That's the stuff that you have to decide and make on your own. And I understand from personal experience that childhood wounds or trauma may be harder to forgive and more complex to forgive than a small argument with a friend or a loved one. And I think the reason why childhood wounds are a little bit more complex is because in a lot of cases, we bury the hurt, the anger, and resentment. We bury it so deep where it's all the way in the back of our minds. And so when we bury it, sometimes it can appear as though we have moved past it. But if it's left unresolved and we don't go back and acknowledge our feelings toward the wound, then it continues to impact our today. 
and I want to provide some tips to forgiveness. Although I know it's not a one-size-fits-all in regards to forgiveness, maybe some of these tips may resonate with you. And tip number one, forgive yourself first. Forgiveness is already a complex process and maybe more of a struggle when you blame yourself in some way for what happened. First and foremost, someone else's decision to wrong or harm you is never your fault. Show yourself some compassion and be gentle with yourself throughout this process. You may find that it's really hard to forgive yourself. But it is also possible with continuous effort. Some people have found benefit in writing a letter about what happened and how the experience has impacted them. And I think people have found it beneficial because it allows for an uninterrupted time to get out everything that you need to in regards to the offense and how it impacted you. And of course, I know this is dependent on the type of offense or, or situation um, that you may actually choose to send the letter to the person. Um, but there might be some circumstances that you don't see that as appropriate to send the letter to the person. And if that is the case, still writing a letter about what happened in detail is still therapeutic. And you could also burn the letter after you write it as a way of letting go and releasing the hurt. It's also important to acknowledge your feelings. And so that goes back to not suppressing the hurt or the anger, but acknowledging your feelings surrounding the hurt is the initial steps toward healing. It's important to find a safe space to express your emotions, whether that's identifying a therapist or someone else that you can trust. And if forgiveness is a challenge, it may be helpful to even start out with 
small acts of forgiveness. If the pain is deep, then you might want to start forgiving small grievances. So it could be, instead of being reactive to someone who cut, cut you off in traffic on your way to work in the morning, and letting that just completely neg negatively impact your morning, you might just want to let that go to see if you are able to let it go and forgive and not react in the same way that you normally would. I also think understanding the nature of forgiveness is also important. When we maintain awareness that forgiveness is for our peace and healing and is not necessarily for the other person, it helps to reinforce the real reason why we are forgiving. It takes a lot to walk around with the hurt and the offense. It weighs us down when we walk around with it. You deserve to move around with a light heart. Not with a heavy burden. You will find in some cases that the offender is just walking around freely. They're not even impacted by the wrong that they did. But the person who is walking around impacted is the person that they hurt. And so that's why forgiveness is for us. It's for you. It's for me. We deserve to walk in our power. We deserve to thrive and not to be held back by past hurts. And so to go a little deeper, why is forgiveness for us instead of the other person? Forgiveness helps to provide emotional relief, which goes a long way. It helps improve your health as well as your well-being. And studies have shown that chronic anger and stress stemming from non-forgiveness can lead to heart disease, a weakened immune system, depression, anxiety, and other challenges. When we forgive, 
it has a positive impact on our mental health. It reduces the anxiety or the depression surrounding that experience. It improves self-esteem and helps you to lead a better quality life. When you forgive, it helps you with control and empowerment. You're able to take control of your emotions and reactions. It shifts power from the person that hurt you to yourself. You are no longer emotionally trapped by the negative impact of their actions. And so, I would truly like to know if you have experienced forgiveness, if you have forgiven someone, how has that been for you? What is something that helped you to forgive? Or if there is something holding you back from truly forgiving, what is that and what does that look like for you? Connect with me on social media, on Instagram at righteouskarma.me. Feel free to email me at ty. TY at righteouskarma.me. Until next time, sending you all love and light. Signing off.